0: So once there was a very highly educated man, scholar, who needed to cross over. There's still an echo. it? echo. He needed to cross over. A. Is there any way to pa- turn the echo down? It's off. It's off. Yep. No, no effects. No effects. Okay. Maybe you just turn it down a little bit. This is allowed. loud. Okay, can everyone hear me now? Okay. So he uh, got onto a boat. There was just a small boat, him and a boatman. And he was crossing over this uh, river, and it was at night. It was a great, uh, very large river. And he was, as the boatman was rowing, he sees one of the constellations anybody here an expert in astronomy? Do you know any constellations? No? Any other students here? So he sees the constellation, one of the constellations, and he, he names this constellation. He says, oh, this is such and such constellation. It was discovered by Sir Isaac uh, William Jones, and it was uh, uh, noticed in the Western Hemisphere the first time in this, in, uh, this part of the uh, decade. And he was speaking in this way. And he asked the boatman, do you know about this? And the boatman says, no, sir, oh, I, I don't know about this. And he said, well, then, one quarter of your life is wasted. You've wasted one quarter of your life. Again, he was rowing, going through this across this uh, very large river, and he asked him about uh, if he if this boatman if he knew uh, Einstein's theory of relativity, how if one is going faster, if one is a satellite going faster around the Earth the time will actually slow down. You can put an atomic clock inside the uh, the rocket ship and another clock inside of, uh, uh, at the space station and It was going around the Earth. And the boatman says, no, I don't know anything about this. Said, then 50% of your life is wasted. So the boatman just kept on rowing. He was rowing and rowing. And then he started to speak about the different social issues and the different social structures and structures of government. And there's capitalism, communism. There's so many different uh, structures for management. And he asked the boatman, do you know anything about this? The boatman said no. So the man said, "Then seventy-five percent of your life is wasted." The boatman just kept on rowing, and it was getting later in the night, and the wind started to pick up. A storm was brewing. The waves were getting stronger and stronger. And the boat, the, the the scholar, he became very anxious. He was holding onto the boat very tightly. He began to sweat. And the boatman said, "You know, there's every chance that this boat may tip over because this storm is only getting stronger." And the boat started to go over. And the man said, But I don't know how to swim. <laughs> and then the so the boatman said, Then hundred percent of your life is wasted. <laughs> so Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita, he teaches, What is the first thing we must know? What is the first thing that we must know? Mr. Tabla Boy. What's the first thing? Yeah. <coughs> yes, come on. Survival. You will die. There is no survival. Where you come from and where you go. Close. For example, in America, we have very advanced technology... But recent studies have shown that despite the recent advances in technology, the death rate in America is what? Hundred percent. So the first thing you must know, Kami. Who am I? What am I? So Krishna teaches that we are not this body. Such a person who understands that he is not this body is called a jnani. That is a jnani. Dehi min yata dehekoram yovanam jara Tata dehantaras praptir So, as he is changing this body, one time our teacher, our founder, Srila Prabhupada, was speaking in uh, South Africa, And one Indian professor said, Why are you talking this Hindu dogma? You should speak something that is factual. So Prabhupada in response said, Is it a Hindu dogma that the body is changing from babyhood to youth to old age? Krishna tells Arjuna, My dear Arjuna, because you are a Hindu, your old cells have been replaced with new cells. You have this process called biology, by which the cells that you were born with are replaced within a period of seven years. This is actual fact. Your entire body, every single cell within your body, is replaced over a period of time. In Espanol, how Has anybody studied Spanish in school? Any other students here, young people? Taking Spanish at school? You taking Spanish? How do you say that item that you're not supposed to eat in Spanish? What is that thing called? Meat. Carne. Carne. So that is the root of the word reincarnation. Your carnage. So is it not a biological fact that you are reincarnating? Because every cell in your body today has been replaced over time. And will be continued to be replaced. So Krishna says, In this same way, as you are changing this body in this life, you will accept another body at death basamsi janani Just as you change your clothes, you get accept new ones. Therefore, a Gyani is not someone who has a bodily identification. If someone thinks, I am an Indian, I am an American, he is not a jnani. If I am a nationalist, then he is not a jnani. If someone thinks, I am black, or I am white, he is not a jnani. If someone thinks, I am a woman, or I am a man, then they are not a jnani. If someone thinks, I am a Christian, I am a Hindu, I am a Muslim, then he is not a jnani. Vidyavanaya sampane brahma gavani hastini pandita samadarsana The jnani, the pandit, he sees the soul the same in all creatures. So he does not have the bodily identification based on what's one the body that one is born in, the country that one is born in, the religion that one is born in. Krishna in the, the Srimad Bhagavatam, he states that one who thinks himself to be this body and that was which relation to the body, the nation of His birth. Such a person is Gokara, he is like a cow or a donkey. So we want to become a Jnani, or above Jnani. We want to understand our actual identity, who am I? So, Krishna's explaining, the soul is different from the body, and therefore the soul has different needs than the body. For example, we see this gentleman with the nice blue kurta. So, we don't say, hey, blue kurta man. Hey, blue kurta. We know he is different from the kurta, Correct? She has a red choli. We say, hey, red choli. Hey, you, red choli. No, she is different from the choli. I have a blue Toyota. The people that know me, they say, hey, you, blue Toyota. Or Mr. Mazda, Mr. Lexus. That is the vehicle. We understand that. Or this is the dress. We understand that. That the person is the one inside the vehicle, or the person is the one inside the dress. So Krishna is in the same way explaining that this body is just the dress for the soul. So if the body has uh, hearings, which has the five senses, then those things are also present in the soul. Just like if I have a glove, the glove has five fingers to be suited for my hand. So the body is like a glove over the soul. First is the subtle body, which is the mind, the intelligence, and hankar, false ego. So that is like a little thin layer, a kind of latex glove. Then you have Bhumir Apo Nalo Bhayu kam You have the gross body which is like a boxing glove, placed over the latex glove. So when you die, you take off the boxing glove, but you keep on the latex glove. Your subtle body stays with you. Krishna says that Vashaya, just as the air carries aroma, you're carrying your subtle body, your different conceptions of life. From one body to another, like this. So we have example. Mr. Kleenex is going to be Atma. Mr. Ipad is the Antarkarana. The subtle body. And this is the gross body, the towel. So The the body is no longer capable of functioning. The subtle body carries the soul to its next gross body. Again, the subtle body is carrying the soul to its next gross body. In this way, we're changing from one body to another. So, as the car... To take care of your car, what do you have to do? Mechanic? What else? Oil change? And how do you, and, and to make it drive, what else does it need? Gasoline? So if you're hungry, what do you do? Do you uh, put the food in the car? Inside the gas can? Or do you drink the gas yourself? So there is a distinction between you and the car. The car has its own necessities, and you have your own necessities. So if we, the jnani understands, I'm a soul, and therefore I have my own needs, separate from the needs of the body. What are those needs? as it's described in the Bhagavatam. The body is like a chariot, where your senses are your five horses. Your mind is the rain, your intelligence is the driver, and you are the passenger. When your intelligence is weak, you do whatever your senses say. That is called dasa. For example, the soul has no interest in a cigarette. And the person may even have some understanding that actually... I don't want to be smoking the cigarettes. This will kill me. This will kill this body that is given to me by Krishna. But the tongue says, I want this. And the mind, which is being controlled by the senses, the horse, which is being pulled by the reins, the rein is being pulled by the horse, in turn, pulls the intelligence. And if the intelligence is not strong, it it cannot direct that horse. So the the horse says, I want a cigarette, and the passenger is saying, no, I don't want to go that way. But because the horse is strong and the driver is weak, we succumb to its desire. But the jnani has this clarity that I'm not the horse, I'm not my senses. Therefore, I will not try to just become a servant of my senses, a go-dasa. I want to become Goswami, swami a master of my senses. Go means senses. <coughs> so, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, bahunam janmanam ante. What does bahu mean? Any Sanskrit scholar? Many. Janma. What does Janma mean? Everyone should know this, one. Huh? Births. Bahunam Janmanam Ante. What does Ante mean? The end. So after, at the end of many, many births. Bahunam Janma Ante. Gyanavan. What is Gyanavan? Gyan Jnana means knowledge. And van means to possess. Like Bhagavan. Bhagavan means he has all the Pagas. He has all the wealth, power, fame. Intelligence, renunciation. He has all attractive qualities in full. Ghyānavām, mām, what does mām mean? Mām. Me, Krishna is speaking, and he's referring to himself. Prapadyante, after many, many births, he who is wise, he surrenders unto me. Vasudevam sarvam iti, understanding that Krishna he is the source of everything, everything is part of his existence. Sa mahatma sudhurlabaha, such a soul is very rare in this world. But Krishna, he holds his devotee very dear. Have every, all of you heard of Narasingha? Nursingha. Do you know? Do you know Nursingha? How does he look like? Lion? Only lion? Half lion, half man. So we tell the kids they have many different heroes. Spider-Man, Superman, Iron Man. There's another one coming out, Ant-Man. That's coming out in movies as well. The the newest Marvel movie. But none of them can compete with Lion Man. He's the most heroic. Actually, even the action you read, uh, the action in Mahabharata, and these action movies cannot even compare to the action you find in Garga Samhita, Mahabharata, Shrimad Bhagavatam. If you like action, you can read these books. Lots of nice action. I just read yesterday, Toshala, the wrestler who wrestled Krishna. Chanura, then Toshala, who wrestled Krishna in the arena. These are the glory facts. Toshala came to fight with Krishna, and Krishna took his body and put it to two pieces. And he threw those two pieces at Kamsa's feet. He was only 11 years old. Before the uh, fight, all the people in the arena were saying, this is not, this is uh, anharma. How are they making a 11-year-old boy fight killers? Ruthless killers. And Krishna, he played along a little bit. First, he looked like he was losing. Then he, he said, okay, I don't want to cause them too much anxiety. And then he started fighting. And after he fought the wrestlers, him and Krishna and his friends, The cowherd boys, they also started playing. And then at that point, Kamsa went mad. He just couldn't take it anymore. And he says, arrest them. Imprison uh, Nanda Maharaj. Behead Devaki and Vasudev. Then Krishna jumped up and started fighting with Kamsa. Kamsa, he jumped 500 feet in the air away from Krishna and they were fighting in so many different ways. Very magnificent. So Narasimha Bhagavan is Krishna's CPS avatar. Do you know what CPS is? Child protection <laughs> services. So Krishna he's he holds his devotees so dear that he comes to protect his devotee. He holds it very, very dear. Apichet suduracharo bhajite mamman anyabhaq sadur eva samanthavya samyag gavito Saha. He says, even if my devotee is sudurachar, what does achar mean? Teacher. 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 Achar specifically means he who teaches by their example. Achar doesn't mean just prachar, what you're speaking, but achar means what you're doing. For example, my friend had a uh, he has a blog, and he invites different writers to write. And he his motto for him to be included in the blog is: We want to know what you do before what you say. We want to know what is your character before, what is your opinion? So, what is Durachar? Durachar. Duskriti. Dhuk. What is Durachar? If Sukriti is good, what is Duskriti? Bad. So what is durachar? Bad behavior, correct? What is su durachar? Means that person who is very badly behaved. So Krishna states how much he holds his devotee so close to his heart. He says, even if that devotee is su durachar very badly behaved. You must consider him as what? Sadhu. Sadhu eva. Samantavya. Samyag. Vyavisito hi saha. Consider this person a sadhu, because if he is determined to render devotional service, I will clean his heart. Don't you worry about him. So, for example, if someone is not taking a shower, they're considered impure, dirty, contaminated. And if another man has rolled in the mud, and he is covered in mud and filth, but he is taking a, he's in the shower, is it wise to call such a man dirty, even though he may have less dirt on his body than the man who has not taken a shower? Is it wise to call such a person dirty? Is there a point? Hey, you dirty guy. He is in the shower, so why criticize him? He is doing the very best thing to get the dirt off. So similarly, the devotee may have various faults. When Krishna says, Shibram, bhavatni Dharma Adma, Swashanti Nigacati, Kuntiya Partijanihi, Name bhakta Paranashati. What does Shibram mean? Shigram. Shigram. shipram Anybody? Fast. Very f very quickly. bhavatni me dharma I will make him. A dharmatma, a righteous soul. You are you make this declaration that my devotee, he never perishes. Although he may be covered with faults, if he engages in my bhakti, this will cleanse him of all faults. Has anybody had green mango before? You like? Yes. What what is the quality what does green mango taste like? Sour. And how does it feel? Very hard. But if the mango sits on the tree longer, what happens? That's sweet. Very sweet. And what else? Juicy. Juicy, soft. Snigda. So, that is the quality of the devotee. In the beginning of his practice, he may be sour, very sour personality. He may be very hard, hard hard-hearted. But if he continues to engage in devotional service, such a person will become soft and sweet. So, Krishna tells Arjuna, you declare this. Pratijanihi, nami Why doesn't Krishna just say, I declare this? Any guess? Why doesn't Krishna say, I declare that my devotee never perishes? Why does he say, Arjuna, you make this declaration? But in us is the power to make changes. In us, in every one of us, is the power to make changes. Okay. Any other supreme. guesses? He's supreme. Arjuna is supreme? Krishna, Krishna. Well, ha- if he is supreme, why doesn't he just say, I make this promise? Because Arjuna is speaking from a point of experience. Point of experience? This is a good answer. So, Krishna made a promise. I will not pick up a weapon. But Bhishma, he knows that all Krishna, he is upholding his promise. What does he hold even dear than dharma? His devotee. So Bhishma, he is attacking Arjuna with such ferocity, ferocity that Arjuna is getting closer and closer to being killed by... Bhishma's attacks. So Krishna wants to break his promise to protect Arjuna. He jumps off the chariot. He grabs a wheel in hand. Arjuna running after Krishna holds on to his legs. Said, No, my lord, this is your promise. He doesn't want to, Krishna to be seen as a breaker of promises. So Krishna tells Arjuna, you make this declaration because a declaration of a devotee is as if it was written in stone. How old was Perlad when Harani Kashipu tried to kill him? Five years old, the father tried to kill the five-year-old boy because he was Krishna Bhakta. But he couldn't. He tried in so many ways. He took two elephants and tied his arms and legs and tried to tear his body apart. He put him in the mafia style. You try to tie tie a heavy weight to the feet and you drop, drop him in the ocean. He... Uh, put him in a pot of boiling oil, poison, a pit of poisonous snakes. Nothing would kill him. Threw him off a cliff. So he asked his boy, where do you get your power? And he said, my dear father, the same place you get your power from Bhagavan. He says, where is this God? You should worship me. Lord Indra. He is at my feet. I am the king. I am the Lord. Ishvara Bhav. I am the Lord. We also often think like Herni Kashipu, correct? We think, yes, everything is for me. I look at a, a picture of me and my friends. Who do I look for? Me, the king. Most important person. Then I look for my shaktis, my kids, then my friends. If someone is not related to me, then unimportant. So Pralaj said, he is in the pillar, or he's everywhere. And then Rani Kashim said, is he here, right here in the doorway, the pillar? And Prahlad said, yes. He is everywhere. So Harikashipu went and bashed his fist against the the, the pillar. <sighs> From every direction, he heard a roar that shook the earth, and out of the pillar manifested the most magnificent form of Krishna. His fearsome form, CPS avatar. He comes to protect his devotees. Actually, Krishna does not have to come to kill the demons. He can do that by his own shaktis. His main reason of coming is to give his association for his devotees. And to get the association of his devotees as well. So he appeared in that way because he holds Prahlad so dear. Prahlad says, Yes, he's in the pillar. And the Lord appears out of the pillar. So the words of a pure devotee will become factual. The Lord upholds the words of his devotee. Therefore, Krishna says to Arjuna, You make this declaration. Because your words are more powerful than mine. Krishna holds his devotee more dear than himself. He says, if my right arm offends the devotee, I will cut that arm off. He told that to Jay and Vijay. So thank you very much. I think this is time. Correct? Does anybody have any comments or questions?